What are Guam Peeps? We're reading in the work. And it's a very interesting book. I'm going to read it again. But we're on to chapter 10 and we're on to part 2. So if you haven't listened to part 1, go back. But this chapter, let me find the beginning. It's called The New Paradigm. Just bear with me a second. I'm just trying to find the page. And it says here, chapter 10, accepting our destiny. So we're on to part two. So today it's about willingness to start off with. And it says, archetype, the overachiever, triggers, results of aspirations, root program, go above and beyond, transcendence, acceptance and non-attachment to results. So when we embody the theme of willingness, the primary focus becomes that of enjoying and affirming life and therefore developing our self-esteem and exploring our unique gifts and talents. Resilience and the development of delayed gratification strengthens, thus giving willingness the energy to seek positive change for itself and its loved ones despite obstacles. We become self-motivated to improve ourselves, promote goodness and love, and tap into genuine inspiration. Success is common in all aspects of life since we now have access to true power that is able to go above and beyond the complexities of our ego. Through empowerment, ambition and willingness to explore possibilities, there comes the ability to master increasingly sophisticated aspects of life such as our career, relationships, autistic pursuits, hobbies, academic performance and anything else we're drawn towards. Previous to this theme of consciousness, Positive action was taken out of obligation and sense of responsibility or to maintain the status quo. Once the scales tipped out of the neutrality, however, the frequency of willingness becomes interested in doing things to the best of our ability for the simple sake of enjoying what we are capable of. We are excited to explore our abilities through opportunities to achieve which we perceive all around us. We are enthusiastic and gives 110% in all that we do. In this theme of consciousness, we no longer perceive our work, our work, life obligations or mundane tasks as a burden or duty, but are grateful for the chance to demonstrate our unique gifts, talents and greatness. Life is a blank canvas waiting for us to create, participate and get involved in. The inner rewards of enjoying our own achievement becomes the dominant motivating factor behind all action. It is humble exploration of the gifts of life and asks, what am I capable of? How impactful can I become? What can I achieve and give to the world? What am I here to do? What else is possible? Happiness and satisfaction in our lives becomes more internalized and dependent only upon ourselves and our effort, not the outcome or result. We show up to life fully engaged with a positive attitude and enthusiasm. Willingness in the epitome of an ambitious entrepreneurship, passionate creativity and driven self-esteem. Spiritually, it manifests as the devotee enjoying service to divinity for positive karma or merit through selfless actions such as community or church service. As a result of this newly awakened inner power, happiness is commonplace due to our ability to re-own 
control of our internal reality. Our zeal for achievement and the betterment of our lives and others make us a positive power of change and inspiration. When we examine the urge for willingness, it will be discovered to be coming from a place of needing to still earn acceptance, even if it is internal and subtle. This drive for acceptance leaves it vulnerable to periodic bouts with the limiting theme of desire, anger or pride. While the invigoration and optimism of willingness is an efficient in comparison to themes previous to it, there is still so much more security to be explored to be explored on the journey to true freedom and lasting happiness. So triggers, although willingness is incredibly motivated, inspired and driven, it ultimately still has something to prove, even if it's to yourself. Willingness, therefore, will be triggered by aspirations and the need to achieve. It will think things like, Where's there, where there's a will, there's a way. I have a purpose, Dharma, to fulfill. I can achieve anything I set my mind to. Anything is possible with enough dedication and hard work. Life is exciting and fun. Good things work out for me. Life is fulfilled with opportunity. I have gifts to share. I am talented. I can learn anything I need to. I can be successful at anything I choose. I can develop any skills necessary. I am completely capable. I, I'll be wasting my time if I don't achieve my goals. I am here to achieve my mission. I have dreams to fulfill and manifest. So transcendence. In order to transcend willingness, we must accept that our intentions for greatness in and of itself is enough. When attached to the theme of willingness, we may become overachievers and miss out on genuine self-acceptance and contentment. Our self-acceptance may always seem like one more achievement away, e.g. one more effect, eff, selfless act, one more community service project, one more degree, one more business, etc. Spiritually, we may feel like our good deeds are never enough and so miss un miss out on genuine forgiveness and the peace of divine love thus we withhold acceptance of forgiveness for ourselves and others not realizing that there is nothing to actually earn or receive forgive only accept what is freely given to move forward we must realize that our striving to be good be a good person is what makes us a good person not any particular self-improvement achievement. There is no perfection to reach and that we will finally find, ex fully accept ourselves. Acceptance comes through showing up to each moment with our highest intentions and knowing that we will eternally be learning and growing. There is no fantasized entertain. Thus, to move past willingness, we must see that our striving with full effort is enough and we can let go of attachment to the outcome. Equal parts effort, equal parts non-attachment. So the new narrative. My desire to be a good person is what makes me one. My intentions are enough. I accept myself as I am. I accept myself and others despite shortcomings. I accept myself with or without my accolades or of achievement. I am always doing the best I can and that is all I can do. I am always exactly what I'm supposed to be. I accept I am enough already. I am already forgiven. I am whole and complete and always have been. 
I am perfect just the way I am. I tried my best and that's all that matters. I am proud of myself no matter what the outcome. I always do my very best. So the next theme we're going on to is acceptance. So the archetype here is the peacekeeper. Triggers are aversion to understanding. The root program is I am enough. Transcendence seek to understand. So while willingness is still motivated to prove our capabilities to ourselves and others, acceptance settles into emotional security and contentment by appreciating ourselves and others regardless of achievements. Acceptance releases expectations and is emotionally secure even when things don't work out quite at all our effort and willingness. While neutrality is complacent in order to avoid confrontation, acceptance still puts forth the effort of willingness but does not without the attachment to results. But does so without the attachment to results. It is therefore entirely accepting of itself and others despite outcomes. There comes a realisation that we are only responsible for our own intentions and the rest is not up to us due to the infinite variables involved in any given situation. Thus, nothing is perceived as lacking or unresolved within our self-esteem. Acceptance takes accountability for its happiness and doesn't blame other people or circumstances for how it feels. We accept our power to choose how we view our reality and what we believe. We are therefore patient, forgiving, non-confrontational and kind. Taking emotional positions breeds confirmation and the polarities of me versus you, right or wrong, positive versus negative, etc. Acceptance believes it is much more enjoyable to accept to allow and accept life's diversity and trust in divinity's perfect love. Since we are all free to choose our own perceptions of our lives, other people and the world are viewed with respect and appreciation and others' opinions are not taken personally. Acceptance seems the fast differences of human experiences and lets go of judgment and admits it has no idea why things are the way they are, but birth, trust and accepts that it is for a higher reason. So triggers. Acceptance will have a subtle aversion to trying to understand the why or how. This comes from the root program belief that needing to understand is synonymous with judgment or pride. This aversion to seeking to understand is blocking it from an even grander expression of the joy and love of life. Acceptance affirms all it is, all is as it should be for reasons beyond my understanding. I accept myself and my life as it is. I don't need to know why or how. I only have control over my own life and allow all others the same freedom. I accept my limitations as a human and release all judgment. We are all doing the best we can with what we know. I believe myself and others. I forgive myself and others. Harmony is most important. Can't we just be at peace with each other and get along? There's no need for confrontation. We can't possibly understand something so complex. We are so limited in our understanding. We don't know. We don't need to know the reasons. Trying to figure it out will only lead to judgment. I don't want to cause an argument. I prefer peace over being right. Wow. So the transcendent message here is 
Acceptance will have a subtle aversion to trying to understand the why or how. This comes from the root program belief that needing to understand is synopsis with judgment or pride and will lead to confrontation. This aversion to seeking to understand is blocking it from an even grander expression of the joy and love of life. To transcend acceptance requires us to see that it is, it is possible to enjoy contemplating the mysteries of life without judgment and pride. If we take on the perspective of a true scientist, it is possible to explore the nature of things without getting drawn into being opinionated and confrontational. Knowledge does not have to lead to attachment and pride if we relinquish credit seeking. When we enjoy learning about the why and how of life, it brings forth interest in complex data to retention, science, medicine, invention, discovery and understanding of human consciousness. Thus, to explore the next stage of evolution requires acceptance to reinvest energy into the exploration of what else is possible and begin to tap into our unique genius waiting to be manifested into the world of the benefit of ourselves and others. <clears throat> so the new narrative. Knowledge leads to greater gratitude and appreciation. I love learning new things. I tap into my genius that is given to me. I grow as I learn. Life becomes even more meaningful as I learn how it all works. Knowledge leads to awe. Inspired knowledge uplifts humanity. I seek to understand without judgment. Understanding brings wisdom and peace. Without wisdom, with wisdom, I can be of greater service to myself and others. Understanding is to care and heal. I seek to understand myself and others with compassion. I am rational. I make wise choices with reason and logic. Rationally benefits myself and others. Reason and logic can transform the world through inspired invention and discovery. Knowledge is power. True knowledge can cure the suffering of the world. Understanding can bring greater peace to humanity. So I think this is the last one for today. Let's check. Yes. Yes. And it's called reason and logic. So the archetype, the scientist. <clears throat> Triggers, objectivity and knowledge, root program, understand, prove and verify, transcendence, believe and have faith. Through, though, through taking emotional accountability over our lives, the mind feels secure enough to now become interest, interested in understanding how and why things are the way they are. In reason and logic, there is a transcendence of the limiting themes of emotionalism and comfort confirmation bias that blocks rational thinking and logic detection beyond emotion and opinion thus when it's measurable provable and verifiable it is of most interest not just what the emotional bias ego assumes or wishes was reality these involve there evolves an attraction to anything developing the mind such as research academic study Science, medicine and the accumulation of knowledge. It is the fascination with learning, objectivity, analysis, causality, deduction and the ability to process abstract concepts. The mind becomes enamored with itself and its ability to think, which also opens the possibility to, to be tempted back into pride. Thus, a downside of reason and logic is getting so preoccupied with the linear details of life 
and taking everything literally that it part it misses the point altogether like getting lost over analyzing the individual trees and missing the whole beauty of the forest we can note that all the limiting themes of consciousness are associated with the human animal emotion shame and guilt of being ostracized by the pack hopelessness of being abandoned to survive alone grief over the loss of security fight or flight from fear or death Desire to mate and survive, aggression and violence of competition, and pride of being the one who survives best and has the most power. From the perspective of reason and logic, these themes of emotional insecurity are seen as a primitive inheritance of the reptilian brain within the human species. Because reason and logic view the animal emotions as an annoyance to rationality, our sense of self officially moves from attachment to the body and its emotions to the mind as the thinker of thoughts everything from existence the universe the details of the world societal governance technology to how the body and mind works all come into question who am i where did i come from how does this all work how did i get here what is it all about how do i exist what is the universe made of how does the body work why is the world the way it is? Why do I think what I think? Why do I do what I do? Why do I suffer? What is the most op op optimal way to experience life? What is the wisest thing to do here? It is worth noting that reason and logic used with your ulterior ego motives stemming from the lower themes of consciousness screws it up to the destructive side. True reason and logic is a gift of enlightened thought that stems purely from divinity. It can be either incredibly uplifting to society or entirely destructive, depending on how it is used. For example, reason and logic can be used to create nuclear weapons or cures for, for diseases and poverty. When used for the betterment of humanity, it is the highest form of human evolution within the physical plane. Manifesting as the scientist, the doctor, the teacher, the statesman, the inventive genius, etc. Devoid of pride and ego, all true geniuses is accompanied by humility and is admitted to not be personal, as all inventive or inspired breakthroughs are gifts from divinity and come through us, not from us. Genuine reason and logic is the realisation of divine inspiration that manifests through human mind in order to be used for the benefit of all life. Because it's double-edged sword nature, it must be used with the intention of relieving suffering and benefiting ourselves, humanity and other life forms and the planet. Thus, reason and logic find solutions to humanity's woes. It invents to improve our lives such as sewage systems and city planning, medicine and science or technology that creates convenience such as cars, planes and computers. It creates systems of governing and education and strives to help others in the whichever fields it manifests. So triggers. While overall this is the theme of all scientific geniuses, reason's downside is the attachment to the mind as thoughts as mind, subsequently leading to the ego's vanity of I know. The deduction of the intellect is I think, therefore I am. Whereas the realisation of the spirit is, I am. Thus, intellectual pride and attachment to thinking at the source of survival resurface as the primary barrier 
to further evolution into the liberating themes of spiritual reality. Reason and logic will therefore be triggered by a preoccupation with details, facts, objectivity, causality and the need for verifiable proof. Unable to believe or have faith in something beyond itself that is can't objectively me measure. Accompanying thoughts of reason and logic will be like, I know, I think, knowledge is power. Education is essential. Can you prove it? Is it verifiable? What is the evidence? I know this based on my studies and results. I don't believe that. Faith is only wishful thinking. If it can't be measured, it's not verifiable. I am sceptical if, if it can't be proven. How does this work? Why is it that way? Let's test it. Show me the data. Where are the facts? Do they have a degree? I only trust experts. What are their credentials? Is it peer-reviewed? Love and companionship are a rational societal unity. Utility. Don't be emotional. Intuition can't be trusted. Emotions are irrational. Be rational. Be logical. What's the most logical choice? It has to, be, has to make sense. So, transcendence. The mind cannot transcend reason and logic because the mind is too attached to objective verification and therefore cannot comprehend a subjective spiritual reality. The transcendence of this theme only comes from looking beyond the linear mind for the greater truth. Spiritual realization is not something objectively proven. It can only be experienced as an internal, invisible shift in conscious awareness. Another major hindrance to transcendence is the mind's vanity and pride. The mind attached to reason and logic takes all the credit for its thoughts and believes itself to be its own source of existence. Due to this, the mind can't comprehend trusting something beyond itself for survival. Thus, it cannot see that all of life is a continuous gift and that its thoughts have never actually been been coming from a me every moment of life is a gift all of our thoughts and inspirations are gifts from who or what is the question that we must ponder this transition can only be invited and surrendered to through the spiritual will consciousness as the spiritual source of existence through reveals itself as that which is totally obvious from but has simply been overlooked because it is rationally subjective up until that point our reliance on the dualistic perceptions of reason and logic have blocked us from accepting how unexplainable our existence is to begin with. We are so busy looking out there, we forget that we actually exist in here. As reason and logic continues to explore this newfound internal reality, we discover consciousness is actually influencing all experience of objectivity. The external reality we experience is determined by our inner reality. Themes of consciousness entirely influence our perceptions of the physical world. Each theme is only able to perceive that which is within its paradigm of possibility. Objectivity is, therefore, in the eye of the beholder. Reason concludes that this ability to choose perception of our physical reality is absolutely fundamental to what determines our quality of life. Thus, to weave a narrative about ourselves, divinity and the world from the perspective of a limiting theme will bring the con consequence of these types of thoughts and feelings. And likewise, to endorse a higher liberating theme or perspective on our lives, 
we enjoy the consequences of those types of thoughts and feelings as well. The question then becomes, what is the most logical, wise perspective? What inevitably leads us to love? So, the new narrative. All thoughts are impersonal. I am not my thoughts. I am that which is observing my thoughts. My life is a gift from something beyond my understanding. All the answers are given to me. My heart knows more than my mind. I believe and have faith. I believe in the goodness of life. Just because I can't comprehend it doesn't mean it isn't real. There is so much more than meets the eye. There are entire spiritual realities beyond my limited perception. I rely on my belief and faith to guide me. Some things can't be explained. Love is the most logical choice. Consciousness is all there is. I surrender to something higher. I open myself up to the great mysteries of creation. Divinity is the source of my existence. I trust that I'm always being guided. Reality is subjective. There is unlimited possibility and potential. I am a spiritual being having a human experience. That's deep, people. So till tomorrow, we're on to the last chapter, but it might be split in two because it's quite big. And it's called True Freedom and Lasting Happiness. And so till tomorrow, take care.